Hey everybody, it's Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay on NRM Streamcast. Kicking the doors off the hinges of this week's show with a track from an album that dropped in a time when a live album could make or break one's career. Seriously. I'm like, uh, you know, artists like Peter Frampton and Cheap Trick, whom we opened up today's show with, we're we're just kind of languishing, you know. And this, of course, was also at a time back in the mid to the early to mid seventies, when uh, you could be a recording artist and have as many as three or four records that didn't really do anything, but the labels were like, you know, hey, just let them grow into it, and there was not a whole lot of uh, rhyme or reason to what was happening in the music industry, and there was a ton of money to be thrown around. Uh, suffice it to say, artists like Frampton and, uh, and Cheap Trick, they both had exactly three studio albums, and neither one of them were really going anywhere. I'm like, they were recording, they were touring, you know, they were living better lives than you or I had in the 70s, but they were not household name status until the live album came along. 
And at the time, nobody knew that the live album was such a thing that could resuscitate a career. For Frampton, it was Frampton Comes Alive. And for Cheap Trick right there, it was Cheap Trick at Budokan, an album that almost was not released in the United States. It was an album that was supposed to only be released in Japan, where they were huge, and only out in the United States as a uh, as an import. But apparently there was such a demand for this record, and it produced the top 10 hit single, I Want You to Want Me, which thrust Cheap Trick into the legendary status that they are enjoying to this very day, and they continue to be one of the most influential bands around and we kick open today's show with cheap tricks hello there not because we love cheap trick which we do but because this is the most important show of the year and we needed bookends that didn't really speak to much other than to serve as as vigilant sentries on either end so what better way to open a show that we're excited about with the rousing call to action of hello there, ladies and gentlemen, are you ready to rock? Are you ready or not? And I hope the answer to both questions is yes, because this is the most important show of the year. This is my favorite episode of the year. It's one I look forward to all year long because on January 1st, I have no idea of what's going to be in my top 10. It is a tabula rasa. And here we are. It is, as I record this, uh, it is December 2nd. I'm starting a little earlier in the recording process this week. And it may or may not be a recording process that is a relaxed process spread over a couple of days. But uh, suffice it to say, the, the, the list is locked and loaded. And today's show is all about dropping my top 10 favorite records of 2020. And this is a year that I think we all uh, deserve a little uh, uh, badge for surviving. And surviving in one piece and surviving without completely and totally losing our shit. And when we find these little reasons, these uh, little uh, examples of joy, I think that's also a bonus. It's a bonus that we give ourselves. And the fact that I'm here to muster up a top 10 list and that you're here to enjoy this program, I'm, I'm thinking that's a win. So without any further ado... Hey everybody, it's Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay. My name is Greenberg. Thank you so much for joining us. We are here weekly on NRM Streamcast, and this is it! Greenberg's Top 10 Albums of 2020. You know the rules. Uh, I'm not going to give you the the long, boring version of this. Uh, It's just this. They are records that I just keep coming back to. Records that, by and large are the kind of records that just fill me with joy records that, uh, you know, I find it easy to hit play and let them play. You know how some records are just like you hit playing, skip, skip, skip. No, these are records that I can put on and just let them play because I enjoy them. In a lot of cases, these are records where when I hit play, they're over before they begin because it's just, 
is such an effortless listening experience that it's just, you know, I start listening and I enjoy in the next minute, you know, it's over. <laughs> and uh, so uh, for the, uh, from the empirical standpoint, the qualifications basically are, these are studio records of all new material. So uh, no compilations, no various artists, no soundtracks, no tribute albums, uh, no best ofs, no live albums, um, no, it just, just pure 100% wall to wall studio records of new material. That's it. Just, you know, the, the classic studio album as we know it. So, uh, I will say this, there are two ties. I try really hard every year not to have ties because invariably somebody will be like, well, why didn't you just make a top 12 list? Or why didn't you make a top 13 list? And, and there were, there were maybe one or two years where it got obnoxious, where I had four ties, where I, even, even I had to look at myself and go, Greenberg, you need to cut this shit out. And, uh, you know, there's some years where I think it's warranted. We almost had a third tie this year. But it wasn't really a tie. It was a case of an artist releasing two records and feeling like they were one of a piece. But I ultimately decided to cut the shenaniganery and just go with one of those records. But in the case of the two ties this year, I justify them and I defend my decision. Because in the case of the two ties, these were ties where both albums seriously complement each other. So uh, that's all I'm going to say. And I think with that, without any further ado, uh, let's go ahead and crack the uh, sanitary seal on the list and share with you our number 10 record. It's been out for a relatively short period of time. Uh, it's only been out for like maybe about oh, a little over two months. But, uh, you know, she she has taken a little bit of time off. It has been about four years since we've gotten a brand new studio record from Lydia Loveless. Her last one, 2016's Real, made our top ten. And two years before that, Somewhere Else was our number two record of the year. And here we are four years later. We've got a brand new record from Lydia Loveless called Daughter. It is her first on her own label, a label. And I love this. This may be the album, the new album. Uh, no, what am I saying? The new label name of the year. Her label's name is Honey, You're Gonna Be Late Records. I love that. Uh, so a lot has happened with Lydia in the past four years. She has parted ways with Bloodshot Records, and uh, I've discussed this on the show earlier, so I'm not going to go back down that rabbit hole. If you're curious, uh, just Google Bloodshot Records. Um I still love Bloodshot Records. There's a lot of awesome artists there. There's just a lot of shitty stuff that went on behind the scenes where there are two warring factions. One who is just trying to keep the ship afloat. Float? <laughs> one who is trying to keep the ship afloat. And the other one who is just kind of sort of motherfucking evil. Uh, so good for Lydia for getting out of that mess and just striking out on her own. So she's got a new label. Uh, she, 
is uh, divorced and already I- involved in a healthy new relationship. She has moved from uh, Columbus, where she is from, to uh, somewhere down here in North Carolina. So we are happy to have her as a resident. We are also happy to have a brand new record from Lydia. The songwriting is as crisp and sharp as ever. She just keeps getting better and better. And the songs just are just, it feels even more effortless. It feels, you know, you know, you've got a really good songwriter in your hands when it just feels effortless. And she's always made it look so goddamn easy. Her earlier albums most definitely skewed heavily towards the alt country with an increasing hint of the pure pop chops, those smart pop chops, if you will, uh, that were always there, but just just keep getting stronger from each album to each album. And this this may be one of the strongest things that she's done, and it was worth the wait. Our number 10 album record of 2020 is Lydia Lovelace's daughter. Talk to me. Tell me how it feels to always see everything in a major key when I'm drowning in on we Cause all I do is try to conjure up a little sun for you and when it doesn't come Love is not enough. I 
Tony pull the trigger You gotta leave everyone behind To really be a winner And you give the sweetest kisses dear But you leave the stinger
call me victim, sister, or your child bride. I've been somebody's woman on the side. Just take me for what I already am. Only make me feel like a man. There's never been a better time to be alive. The same sun shines on everybody's sky. Everything inside of me is turned to dust. If I gave you a daughter, would you open up? If I gave you a daughter, would you open up? If I gave you a daughter, would it be got three ways to connect with us on social media. Number one, like Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay on Facebook. Number two, follow us on Twitter at Exile on E Street. And number three, like us on Instagram at Exile on E Street. Same as Twitter, making it extra convenient. Or if you want to kick it old school, drop us an email. Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay at gmail.com. A hat trick of selections from our number 10 record of 2020, the fifth studio album from singer-songwriter Lydia Loveless. It's called Daughter, and from Lydia we heard Love Is Not Enough, Ringer, and we wrapped things up with the title track. Hey everybody, it's Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay. My name is Greenberg. Thank you so much for joining us. We're here weekly on NRM Streamcast, and we are counting down our top 10 favorite records of 2020. Our number nine record of 2020 comes to us from one of the most literary bands on the planet and one of the most woke bands on the planet. And when I tell people they are the most woke Southern rock band on the planet, that raises an eyebrow. But we have come to expect no different from drive-by truckers. This was a band that at one time boasted three, count them, three top-notch, top-tier, top-drawer singer-songwriters in the uh, guise of Patterson Hood, Mike Cooley, and Jason Isbell. Jason Isbell was the the youngin of the pack, and of course Jason Isbell has left the band, 
many albums ago and has embarked on a very lucrative and successful and critically acclaimed recording career of his own. Of course, you know, he and the DBT's boys still very friendly. They still hang out from time to time. They still uh, perform together from time to time. So nothing feels better than the amicable breakup. And it doesn't really get any more amicable than the DBT boys. So uh, if there's going to be anybody on the planet that is going to be able to just perfectly chronicle what's happening in 2020, I'm going to say that falls squarely in the, the lap of two musical entities. Number one, run the jewels. And number two, Drive-By Truckers. Drive-By Truckers did it not only once this year, but twice. And at one point I was thinking about, ah, uh, I was thinking about having three ties on my list being the new okay, which was the album they just, just dropped recently. I think it was back in October and the album they dropped earlier this year, the one called the unraveling. So the unraveling came out, uh, I want to say sometime in February. So this was right before COVID. And the new OK, hence the title, was something that came out deep in the heart of COVID. And I was thinking to myself, well, would it really be a tie? I mean, these are kind of bookend albums. But at the end of the day, I decide I'm just going to go with the unraveling, uh, with the asterisk of the reason I'm not going to put them together is one is the fact that I just haven't spent as much time with the new OK as I have with the unraveling doesn't uh, diminish it anymore. I'm just going with that rationale. And since I am not a professional critic, I can sleep well at night with that. So with that in mind, our number nine record of the year is drive by truckers. The unraveling. <laughs> Yeah. 
could hear the cell phones ringing You could smell gunpowder in the air And on the bloody ground The LEDs were blinking Deliver us from evil thoughts and prayers Someone to blame, never anywhere to hide. Thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers. This white noise in my head, I think I need a filter, a pressure valve to keep from blowing up. Comes down, I pray I can rise above it. Hold me closer when I've had enough. Thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers. Glory, hallelujah, you are in our thoughts and prayers. Glory, hallelujah, you are in our thoughts and prayers. Stick 
lit up your ass with your useless thoughts and prayers. Children changing 
virtue of the fact that you are currently listening, you need no further assistance finding the Debts No Honest Man Can Pay podcast. However, your friends may need a little assistance. In which case, be a good friend and tell them they can find us pretty much everywhere you find such things. Places like Apple, Google, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Breaker, Castro, Radio Public, CastBox, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. And while you're at it, tell them we archive every episode of the podcast, and they're conveniently found at debtsnohonestmancanpay.com, where they will also find every playlist of every episode dating back to April 2003 when we were just a mere mortal radio program. Regardless of where you get the podcast, please leave us a rating or a review. We love it. With that, let's get back to the show. Armageddon's back in town, thoughts and prayers, and babies in cages, a hat trick of selections from Drive-By Truckers, the unraveling one of two records they dropped this year, the other one being The New OK, which just came out in October. The unraveling came back way back in, I want to say January or February, right before COVID, right before the whole world upended itself. And uh, the drive-by truckers uh, unraveling is our number nine record of the year. Hey, everybody, it's Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay. My name is Greenberg. Thank you so much for joining us. We're here weekly on NRM Streamcast, and we are counting down our top 10 favorite records of 2020. Our number eight record comes to us from a French gentleman by the name of Nicolas Godin, who, along with his partner J.B. Dunkel, released several records under the nom de plume Air. If you're not familiar with the French duo known as Air, I highly recommend you seek out their 1998 debut, Moon Safari, and Thank Me Later. Um, they have since released many records, uh, you know, some of them better than others. None of them have been able to top Moon Safari, although some have been close. It's just been a matter of Moon Safari was just a moment in time. They have done other things since that are really great in different ways. But uh, Moon Safari is kind of like the, the pinnacle. Uh, and in a very different way, their score from Sofia Coppola's The Virgin Suicides is awesome in its own right. And there's a lot of other awesome stuff they have done. Now, I don't know personally that they ever officially broke up or ever officially announced that they are on a hiatus. Uh, but when you uh, take into account that their last full length studio album dropped in 2009 since then uh the only other thing they have done was uh they did a soundtrack for the classic short film a trip to the moon a record that really clocked in at a little less than 15 minutes so does not really count as a full-length record uh, so yeah, there was the, uh, retrospective a few years ago called 20 years. And I guess kind of sort of, that was their quiet way of saying, Hey, uh, we're going away for a while. And then, uh, late last year, I found out that Nicholas Godin was going to drop a new record in 2020, at which point I go, yay. And then realize, Oh, it's his second record. 
I totally slept on his first record. And then further research revealed that I had slept on J.B. Dunkel's solo projects as well. So I've got my homework cut out for me. In the meantime, uh, back in January, I believe it was, Nicholas Godin's Concrete and Glass dropped. And back when I took a first listen to it, I found it to be extremely chill and perfectly perfect for listening to on a cold winter day. And when I went to go revisit it this fall to uh, determine whether it was going to make the list, and keep in mind, back when it came out, it was the first record of the year that I had considered for uh, contention in the uh, top 10 list. But uh, revisiting it again later in the year, I still found it to be extremely chill. Uh, A record that just puts you in a really good frame of mind. A record that... uh, it's not going to unseat Moon Safari as my favorite thing that uh, Nicholas Godin has ever done, but it's a damn fine solo effort, and it makes me look forward to what he's going to do next. And so in addition to just the chill vibe that's going on, there are moments of that Philip Glass-inspired avant-garde neoclassical thing going on. So it's just a damn good record. So with that in mind, Our number eight record of 2020 is Nicholas Godin's Concrete and Glass. Oh 
got three ways to connect with us on social media. Number one, like Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay on Facebook. Number two, follow us on Twitter at Exile on E Street. And number three, like us on Instagram at Exile on E Street. Same as Twitter, making it extra convenient. Or if you want to kick it old school, drop us an email. Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay at gmail.com. A hat trick of selections from our number eight record of the year, Concrete and Glass, comes to us from Nicolas Godin. Nicolas Godin, of course, for many years, one half of the French duo known as Air at the top of the set. Back to Your Heart featuring vocals from Kate and V, the border in the middle of the set and wrapping things up and i hope i don't mangle this french the track is titled seat radius and that is french for radiant city it is a famous building in marseille designed by swiss french architect le corbusier i don't know about you but i think that i pronounced uh the architect's name much better than I pronounced the name of the building that he designed. So, hey everybody, it's Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay. My name is Greenberg. Thank you so much for joining us. We are here weekly on NRM Streamcast, and we are in the middle of counting down our top 10 favorite records of 2020 just to get you caught up here number 10 is daughter by lydia loveless the drive-by truckers pulling up at number nine with the unraveling and nicholas godan at number eight with concrete and glass we come now to our first tie of the list and uh to just be uh humane the ties the two ties on this list are back to back so you, you will have uh, limited time that you, you have to, to roll your eyes at me. So uh, with that in mind, like I said earlier, I made damn sure that if there were going to be albums that were tied, it was they were going to be tied for a reason, that there were records that complemented each other, whether it be sonically or thematically or stylistically. And stylistically is the way that these two records complement each other we've got two records from two of the most talented singer songwriters working today and they are also two of the most talented singer songwriters working in the roots rock alt country americana genre if you will and they are two artists who are constantly chipping away at what it means to be quote unquote a country artist they are artists who uh push against the boundaries uh they speak their mind and as a result have uh given us some of the uh best music out there uh suffice it to say they it's it's about as good as it gets when either jason isbell or margot price steps up to the mic and if you don't agree with me, I will fight you. I'm not necessarily saying I'm going to win. Uh, yeah, I'll put up my Dukes, but, uh, and, and that's as much as I say. And I, and when I say that, I say, I will put up my metaphorical Dukes. I don't want anybody to, to like misconstrue this as a threat, 
like I can fight. I think that if I were to, if I were ever so stupid as to get myself into a fight, I would have that split second moment of oh shit right before they knock me out with that first punch. So anyway, <laughs> all violence aside, uh we've got a tie between Jason Isbell and the 400 units reunions and Margot Price's that's how rumors get started. So with uh, Isbell's record, I'm like, he just makes it look so goddamn easy. And he's, you know, addressing the world around him. He's addressing the struggles within himself, not only uh, as a uh, as a human being on this planet, but as a father and as a recovering alcoholic. And, uh, you know, Margot, Margot is doing what she's doing. You know, she is, uh, you know, addressing what it's, what it means to be a woman in the 21st century of what it means to be a mother in the 21st century of what it means to survive in 2020. These are both records that are very relevant to the year in which we're living. Not unlike the drive-by truckers record, which we heard uh, back at number nine. So with that in mind, we've got the two-way tie between Jason Isbell's 400 unit, their record reunions and Margot prices. That's how rumors get started. We kick off the extended set with a track from Jason Isbell's reunions featuring the sublime guitar work of Sadler Vaden. And this one's called running with our eyes closed.
best in you And you failed To see how long that you could sit with the truth But you bailed And I don't think you even recognize the loss of control And I don't think you even see it in yourself See, every one of us is counting dice that we didn't roll And the loser is the last to ask for help Easy. 
did myself a favor I called in sick and went downtown Drove past the local bar A cop got behind my car I wish he would pull me over now Last night I let myself remember Times I forgot a woman's name I blacked out behind the wheel How tight the handcuffs feel My daughter's eyes when she's ashamed It gets easier But it never gets easier
that you are currently listening you need no further assistance finding the debts no honest man can pay podcast however your friends may need a little assistance in which case be a good friend and tell them they can find us pretty much everywhere you find such things places like apple google overcast pocket casts breaker castro radio public Castbox, tune in iheart radio and stitcher and while you're at it tell them we archive every episode of the podcast and they're conveniently found at debtsnohonestmancanpay.com where they will also find every playlist of every episode dating back to april 2003 when we were just a mere mortal radio program regardless of where you get the podcast please leave us a rating or a review we love it with that let's get back to the show in the first half of that last set a hat trick of selections from reunions from jason isbell and the 400 unit an album tied for number seven on our year-end top 10 list uh we heard at the top of the set running with our eyes closed featuring guitarist Sadler Vaden evoking the great Mark Knopfler in the middle of the set the single that dropped before the album was released Be Afraid uh which upon first listen you're thinking be afraid be very afraid that sounds like a threat and then you hear the next line uh be afraid be very afraid do it anyway which is quite a positive message to be hearing in 2020 and like yeah we're all scared shitless but you know get up and face the day and uh face the things that scare you shitless and then just you know just face the day 
and get up the next day and face another day. Uh, and speaking of uh, that kind of positivity, uh, wrapping that half of the set with, uh, in my humble estimation, one of the best songs about uh, coping with uh, whatever your personal demons may be, whether it's depression or anxiety or uh, being a recovering addict. In uh, Jason's case, he is a recovering alcoholic and he deals with it head on. And in the chorus of It Gets Easier, he plainly says, it's never easy, but it gets easier. And that is some serious wisdom there. Uh, The other album tied for number seven, the uh, album that uh, concluded that set, uh, Hat Trick of Selections from That's How Rumors Get Started from Margot Price. And early on when this album was dropped, a lot was made of uh, the Stevie Nicks influence on this record. And it's there. But of course, you know, I'm an idiot and it just took me until a couple of days to, to just realize like, well, rumors is literally the word that is in the middle of the title. There are five words in the title and rumors is smack dab in the middle of that title. Uh, but aside from the Stevie influence, uh, Margo is bringing it, you know, she continues to show that she is a world-class badass singer songwriter and she collaborated on this record with Sturgill Simpson, who I didn't know until a few months back that Sturgill used to be in her band many moons ago and, uh, Sturgill produced it. And, you know, this has been a banner year for Sturgill. Um, but Margot Price brought us the title track. Uh, that's how rumors get started. Twinkle, twinkle and heartless mind as, uh, we, uh, continue our top 10 records of 2020 Jason Isbell and the 400 units reunions tied for number seven with Margot prices. That's how rumors get started. Hey everybody. It's debts. No honest man can pay. My name is Greenberg. Thank you so much for joining us. We're here weekly on NRM streamcast and we are smack dab in the middle of counting down our top 10 favorite records of 2020. Uh, right now, It is our second of two ties. And whereas Jason and Margot complement each other because they are at the top of their field and they work in a similar milieu and they they, uh, propagate a similar mindset. They are both, uh, you could call them alt-country, you can both call them uh, outlaw country, you you can just call them badass. But uh, when it comes to the two artists tied for number six, I feel that these two albums stylistically complement each other like very few others. So just to kind of illustrate it for you, um, I, I like to take after work hikes. Um, you know, I don't know if I'm a world-class hiker, but I get out there. I go along the greenway. I go for about four or five miles. I clear my head. I recalibrate my soul. It's quality headphone time. And I get the iPod classic out there with me and I put it on shuffle. And it's a great way to just catch up on stuff that maybe I hadn't gotten a chance to catch up with and a great way to kind of revisit stuff that, you know, maybe has fallen to the wayside. So I remember walking along one day and hearing this one song going, Oh, why have I not taken notice of this song before? And I'm listening. I'm like, wow, 
that sounds like something from Haim. Maybe it's from the second album because I don't recognize that being from the third album. And I take a look down and it's like, no, is from the new Caroline Rose record. And I'm like, oh, wow. And the Caroline Rose record, uh, Superstar, came out earlier this year. It was February, I want to say, February or March. And listened to it a few times, put it aside. And when I heard this, I'm like, I think I need to reinvestigate that because Caroline Rose's second album, Loner, was one of my top 10 records of 2018. So uh, suffice it to say, the Heim record, their third, Women in Music Part 3, I kind of fell in love with instantly, which is saying a lot because it's a 16 track album. And if you know me, I have an aversion to long albums. However, 16 tracks, 48 minutes. And I've always maintained a good classic album length is 40 to 50 minutes. It doesn't overstay its welcome. And when you consider that, uh, Himes women in music part three, uh, the last three of the 13 tracks are kind of sort of bonus tracks. These are songs that were released as singles, in 2019 but of course when you take a look at the album they're not listed as bonus tracks per se regardless uh you know they are both of a similar sonic landscape and i think that you could put them both on a mixtape and just shuffle them around and enjoy them equally uh and they're both rooted in uh, slightly different origins with uh caroline uh, Superstar is kind of sort of a concept album about this character who uh, embarks on a journey from her home and goes out to Los Angeles to become famous. And, you know, it's a it's a kind of dark kind of comic uh, journey. And in getting myself better reacquainted with it recently, I'm thinking it could be the uh, I don't know. I think that it could be uh, some of this, maybe these songs as videos or maybe as like a standalone uh, movie piece or a mini series could be just very adeptly adapted by somebody the likes of Ryan Murphy. I, I just thought of him when I was listening to this and uh, Himes women in music, I think is more grounded in just the everyday life about the struggles of coping from day to day. Whereas Caroline's character from superstar is, you know, on that journey. And it's just to her, you know, that Los Angeles is like the promised land. And here is Heim three uh, loud and proud. Awesome young Jewish women. I'm so insanely proud as a Jewish, as a quirky Jewish man, that these are three proud and loud members of the tribe making awesome music. But with a uh, Haim, uh, you know, they grew up in Los Angeles and they grew up in a family of musicians. So for them, you know, even though they're, they're kind of used to it, it still doesn't sting any less that, yeah, there's just a lot of, there's a lot about, uh, that culture in Los Angeles that star-making machinery, uh, as Joni Mitchell once referred to it, that is quite problematic and is quite daunting and just is kind of like one of those dragons that you deal with on every day. One of those dragons that just threatens to just suck your soul. Although, I don't think I've ever actually heard of a soul-sucking dragon. But, hey, I suppose in in this day and age, uh, a soul-sucking dragon would not be out of the question. Because the more I think about it, dragons don't suck so much as they blow. They blow fire. 
Although I'm sure a dragon's going to be like, you know, motherfucker, I'll do what I want. So regardless, um, so yeah, you've got Heim singing about the everyday, singing about the the challenges of life in general, of uh, dealing with uh, hope and health, and you know surviving from day to day. And then you've got Caroline Rose's album, which is dealing with a uh, a, a a fictional character in a hyper real tale of uh, you know searching for fame. But like I said, both of these records, they just complement each other so well. And like I also said, you could put them together on a mixtape and hit shuffle and enjoy them equally. And so that's the approach I'm taking with on this. Uh, I'm not going to do three by Heim and then three by Caroline or vice versa. I'm mixing them all together. We're going to have some fun. So unless you're really intimately familiar with the albums, you won't have any idea of who is singing what track. I will give you a hint, though. We will kick off this set with something from Himes music and women part three, the album that is tied for number six, along with Caroline Rose's superstar and kicking things off in this set. It's Heim and I know alone. Been a couple days since I've been out calling all my friends, but they won't pick up. Found another room in a different place. Sleeping through the day And I dream the same I don't wanna give, I don't wanna give Too much I don't wanna feel, I don't wanna feel Shine. 
calling to see if you're still up, but straight to voicemail. Yeah, no biggie. Um, if you're up or whatever, just hit, just hit me up. Like, um, Oh, 
didn't watch the second one go by like tick 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 Do 
around the corner at you From over my shoulder I need you I need you to understand These are the earthquake drills that we ran Under the freeway overpass The tears behind your dark sunglasses The fears inside your heart's deepest gashes Walk beside me
got three ways to connect with us on social media. Number one, like Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay on Facebook. Number two, follow us on Twitter at Exile on E Street. And number three, like us on Instagram at Exile on E Street. Same as Twitter, making it extra convenient. Or if you want to kick it old school, drop us an email. Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay at gmail.com. A six-pack of tracks from the two albums tied for number six in our top ten favorite records of 2020 swirled together in a delicious mixtape, if you will, at the top of the set from Himes, Women and Music Part 3, Danielle, Esty, and Alana Heim uh, from their third full-length album that dropped earlier this year and I Know Alone. And then we switched it up and we hit you with the track from the other album tied for number six from Caroline Rose's Superstar, her third album. How about that? They're both third albums. From Caroline Rose's Superstar, someone knew that just... If, if I didn't know any better, I, I would swear it was Heim. Uh, follow that up with Heim and 3 a.m. going back to Women in Music Part 3. Do you think will last forever? A song I first heard uh, when I saw Caroline Rose at the Lincoln Theater as part of the 2019 Hopscotch Festival. And I was already a huge fan of Caroline Rose at the time. And when I heard this, uh, it would be several months before Superstar would drop. And just hearing that just hit me hard because it was just funky as shit and reminded me so much of Prince. And the recorded version certainly lived up to the live experience. Going back to Heim's Women in Music 3 for Summer Girl, the the, uh, track that closes out the album... And then we uh, wrap things up with Caroline Rose and back at the beginning again, blind taste test. I would be hard pressed to determine whether it's Heim or Caroline Rose. And again, the reason why these two albums uh, are tied for number six, because they complement each other so well. Sonically, you could just put them together as a mixtape, which I did there and you would be absolutely happy. And I'm hoping that you were absolutely happy listening to that. So there you have it. There you go. Tied for number six in our year end top 10 Himes women in music, part three, Caroline Rose's superstar. Hey everybody. It's debts. No honest man can pay. My name is Greenberg. Thank you so much for joining us. We're here weekly on NRM streamcast and we are at the crossroads right now. We are at, number five our number five record of 2020 and we are free and clear of ties it is smooth sailing all killer no filler although i'd like to think the the entire damn list is all killer no filler but uh we're getting exceptionally lean and mean and i am exceptionally excited to talk about album number five and uh in uh out of uh, full disclosure i have a personal connection to this record. Make no mistake, I had no hand in any part of the creative process of this record, but uh, I had a very marginal role in the, in the journey of this record, uh, and uh, I've had a chance to have a few lengthy conversations with this artist, and, uh, you know, just I feel lucky 
and inspired to have had the privilege of having a couple of conversations with singer, songwriter, bassist Colleen Duffy, who records and performs under the gnome de plume Devil Doll. And so if we go back two years ago, um, it, it is, you know, that same moment in time uh, betwixt Thanksgiving and Christmas. And I'm sitting at the bar hanging out with a friend of mine I don't get to see very often. So I'm really, really happy to be uh, sharing a beer with this friend of mine. And just aside from that, I was just, you know, dealing with a lot of existential, I can't say the word, existential crises uh, in, in, in my head and my soul and my heart that just in the grand scheme of things seem kind of lame, but you know, th- th- I just was really kind of needing something to kind of, you know, pull me out of my own head. And while my friend was off in the uh, restroom, I checked my phone and there was a message from an old friend of mine from back home in Detroit, who also is the same friend of mine who is responsible for this show, Phoenixing from a radio show into a podcast. So I owe him big. Uh, So he wrote me out of the blue and we did radio back in Detroit and he knew of my uh, profession uh, during the day as a copywriter. And he said, Hey, my friend Colleen Uh, is getting ready to put out a new record and she needs some help with some uh, press releases. Are you interested? And I'm like, yeah, of course, you know, is at the time I was working a day job that, uh, you know, at one time was awesome. And then uh, at the time that I, that all this was happening, it was not awesome. So just to, to be involved in something like this sounded great. So uh, long story short, you know, there was, uh, some emails and some phone tag and we finally, uh, got a chance to connect, uh, early in 2019. So, uh, just to get you caught up. So Colleen, like I said, uh, writing and recording and performing as devil doll for many years, uh, this new record that came out earlier this year is album number three, the first record. Uh, dropped in 2002. The second one dropped in 2007. So this record's been a long time coming. 13 years. Now, even if I knew nothing of Colleen's backstory, her long-awaited third album is Devil Doll, Lover and a Fighter, which dropped earlier this year, is pretty damn impressive as is. However, knowing her backstory makes the record's very existence so goddamn world-class badass. Challenged with serious medical issues, some of them life-threatening, since 2014, Colleen refused to let anything stand in the way of recording and releasing this collection of 13 songs. Lover and a Fighter is not just a great rock and roll record from a year when great rock and roll records are more important than ever. It's a record that wasn't recorded so much as it was willed into existence, by the never-say-die power of sheer will and a fierce creative spirit that will not be denied. In other words, Colleen had an album in her and it was going to see the light of day or she was going to die trying bringing it to fruition. Fortunately, the album's here 
and so is she. From f- cowpunk-fueled rockabilly and Hank-styled honky-tonk to Tom Waitsian flair, Celtic-flavored reverie, and a couple of cool covers. It's all here. Not to mention the best coping with COVID and election anxiety through drinking song of 2020. Rock-solid songs? Check. Rock-solid performance and production? Check. Varied palette of American roots influences? Check. One of my top 10 favorite albums of 2020? Check. My number five favorite record of this year, Devil Dolls, Lover and a Fighter. Once upon a time, you were one of mine, fresh upon my heart but evil from the start you gave your word to me so calm and so simply forgot from your disguise the devil has blue eyes been doing this as long as we exist they're all afraid of you because what you can do you think you wear the crown the master of this town i've watched your every move and every path you choose one two what do we do What do we 
Cause I ain't afraid of what people think You wanna know more, well let me pour you a drink First whiskey in the morning in the afternoon I'll hit it in the evening and then I'll toast the moon Cause life's too short for thinking about every single trial It's just so deep it makes me weep a song I'd rather smile says that we all believe we're right because the truth has been cracked walk in someone's shoes to know how they think we're all in this together take a breath here's a drink first whiskey in the morning in the afternoon i'll hit it in the evening and then i'll toast the moon Cause life's too short for thinking about every single trial Cause shit's so deep it makes me weep or son I'd rather smile virtue of the fact that you are currently listening, you need no further assistance finding the Debts No Honest Man Can Pay podcast. However, your friends may need a little assistance. In which case, be a good friend and tell them they can find us pretty much everywhere you find such things. Places like Apple, Google, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Breaker, Castro, Radio Public, CastBox, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. And while you're at it, 
tell them we archive every episode of the podcast and they're conveniently found at debtsnohonestmancanpay.com where they will also find every playlist of every episode dating back to April 2003 when we were just a mere mortal radio program. Regardless of where you get the podcast, please leave us a rating or a review. We love it. With that, let's get back to the show. A hat trick of selections from our number five record of 2020, Devil Doll's Lover in a Fighter. From Devil Doll, we heard You Can't Have Me, Lover in a Fighter, and Purse Whiskey, which I have officially, unofficially deemed the drinking song of 2020. And I think we all deserve an extra shot of Purse Whiskey with our dinner tonight, as it is currently December 4th. So we are betwixt Thanksgiving and Christmas. We have gotten past the election. We are still raging against COVID. And there are probably sundry other things that uh, stand in the way of our attaining joy on a daily basis. So, yeah, I would say that we all deserve an extra shot of purse whiskey this evening. And if you choose to do that, please be careful, be responsible. And, uh, if you are a recovering alcoholic, please substitute, uh, whatever else gives you joy that does not put your sobriety in danger. So, and before we go ahead and wrap up this little segment, I want to encourage you all to go to devil doll.com. Check out Colleen's uh, Instagram at devildoll underscore official and learn more about Colleen and her music and what she has been facing health wise and how you can help her. Because as we all know, musicians, they're not always guaranteed the best health coverage and they certainly deserve it. So Anything you can do to help her out just means that we're going to get more awesome music from her. So I, I tip my hat to Colleen Duffy, a.k.a. Devil Doll, uh, the artist who has our number five record of the year. Hey, everybody, it's Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay. My name is Greenberg. Thank you so much for joining us. We're here weekly on NRM Streamcast, and we're counting down our top 10 favorite records of 2020 we're up to number four number four comes to us from singer songwriter katie crutchfield who you and i know better as waxahatchee uh she started her musical career in a band called p.s elliot with her sister allison over the past several years she has been recording and performing as waxahatchee uh i first became familiar with her about six or seven years ago. I've had the extreme pleasure of seeing her play live about two or three times. And as an artist that the more I am exposed to her music, the more I enjoy it. And that reached a pinnacle this year with the springtime release of her latest album, St. Cloud, which is an album that uh, she wrote after moving to Kansas and uh, just embracing sobriety. And I was doing a little bit of reading up on this. And 
you know, it's that kind of sobriety where it's not so much that, you know, there had to be an intervention or anything, but just, you know, that self-awareness of, yeah, I've been uh, drinking a lot and I'm not liking what's doing to me. So what am I going to do to change things around? So she cleaned up, embraced sobriety, uh, moved to Kansas and started getting in touch with her musical roots. And that included, you know, reacquainting herself with the music of people like Emmy Lou Harris, Linda Ronstadt and Lucinda Williams. So the result is St. Cloud has a very rootsy vibe. It's very alt country. It's a very Americana. However you want to uh, spin that, uh, it is very much a roots rock album and I dig it. And it's one of these records that, Every song is great. Melodically, they're strong. Lyrically, there's a lot to digest. And it's one of those albums where the songs are of a piece, where they sound enough alike, where you can tell they're part of a, a song cycle, but they each have their own identity. And that is a rare gift to be able to do that. That's a balancing act. So with that in mind, let's spend a little quality time with our number four album of the year. St. Cloud by Waxahachie. Materialize 
put you through hell. I'll put you through hell. to connect with us on social media. Number one, like Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay on Facebook. Number two, follow us on Twitter at Exile on E Street. And number three, like us on Instagram at Exile on E Street. Same as Twitter, making it extra convenient. Or if you want to kick it old school, drop us an email. Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay at gmail.com. A hat trick of selections from our number three album of 2020, St. Cloud from Waxahachie. From Waxahachie, we heard Can't Do Much, Lilacs, and Hell. Hey, everybody, it's Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay. My name is Greenberg. Thank you so much for joining us. We're here weekly on NRM Streamcast, and we're counting down our top 20 favorite records of top 20. No, no. I've never made a top 20 list. We are counting down our top 10 favorite records of 2020. I, I'm just so used to saying 2020 that I, I just want to keep repeating the number 20. And uh, yeah, pretty soon we're going to be in 2021. 
How's that grab you? Our third favorite record of 2020 comes to us from the awesome Australian export known as Rolling Blackouts Coastal Fever, Rolling Blackout CF, if you nasty. And discovering Rolling Blackout CF about two years ago reminded me of just how much awesome guitar-based jangle rock there is from both New Zealand and Australia. Going back as far as bands like The Chills and The Clean, uh, Straight Jacket Fits, Pale Saints, uh, and more recent bands like Twerps and Rolling Blackouts. And when you go past the jangle and you fuzz it up a bit, you've got that garage rock hooliganism of the hoodoo gurus. You've got the brains and brawn of Midnight Oil. You have got the supreme universal raunch of ACDC. And you've got the horn-driven badassery of hunters and collectors. And at this point, I am just scratching the surface. I'm like, what about uh, Fly of the Concords? I could sit here all day and just list awesome Australian bands, kind of like what I was doing a couple weeks ago with the Canadian content. But uh, you would get bored very quickly with me just listing things. So I'm just going to get to the point. So Rolling Blackouts Coastal Fever. First heard of them two years ago when their first full-length album, Hope Downs, dropped. Immediately fell in love with it. It's just one of these records that you can put on all summer long, and then you can put it on for the rest of the year to remind you that summer is not that far away. Uh, So immediately I fell in love with that record. Realized they had two previous EPs, got caught up with that, and then learned that there was going to be album number two on the way. Uh, It came out earlier this year called Sideways to New Italy. And, you know, you never know. You never know when an album drops, how much you're going to dig it. You know, I heard the pre-release singles and I was like, yeah, this is pretty cool. But God damn you. It hits you right between the eyes. And it's one of these records, much like many records on this year's list where I first heard it. And I'm like, oh, man, this is going to be a record that I spin all throughout the spring and all throughout the summer It is just chock full of summer jams. I would say there's at least about three or four records on my list this year that just you know, if, if COVID had not reared its ugly head, I would have had the windows down and blasting these out my car, you know, all spring, all summer long. And when I went about putting together the playlist for today's show, and I, I, I had to limit myself to three tracks per album. Otherwise it would be a 12 hour show. It was really difficult. I'm like, it was difficult to pick out a lot of the tracks for the lot of the albums we're featuring, but it was especially difficult to winnow it down to three from rolling blackout CF sideways to new Italy. But, uh, it's also a testament to no matter which, which no matter which slice of the pie you start with, it's going to be tasty and you're going to dig it and you're going to want another slice. So with that in mind, let's take a, uh, a heaping helping, of our number three record of the year sideways to new Italy from rolling blackouts, coastal fever.
voice had an old melody Like sweet river water Back from the bathroom Moon in your head Late revival It was a short walk home
by virtue of the fact that you are currently listening, you need no further assistance finding the Debts No Honest Man Can Pay podcast. However, your friends may need a little assistance. In which case, be a good friend and tell them they can find us pretty much everywhere you find such things. Places like Apple, Google, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Breaker, Castro, Radio Public, CastBox, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. And while you're at it, tell them we archive every episode of the podcast and they're conveniently found at debtsnohonestmancanpay.com where they will also find every playlist of every episode dating back to April 2003 when we were just a mere mortal radio program. Regardless of where you get the podcast, please leave us a rating or a review. We love it. With that, let's get back to the show. A hat trick of selections from Sideways to Italy from Rolling Blackout's Coastal Fever, our number three record of 2020 from Rolling Blackout's CF, we heard Falling Thunder, Cars in Space, and Cameo. Hey everybody, it's Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay. My name is Greenberg. Thank you so much for joining us. We're here weekly on NRM Streamcast, and we're counting down our top 10 favorite albums of 2020. Want to recap? Of course you do. Number 10, it's Lydia Loveless checking in with Daughter. The Unraveling at number 9 by Drive-By Truckers. At number 8, it's Concrete and Glass from Nicholas Godin. At number 7, Tide at number 7, it's Reunions from Jason Isbell and the 400 Unit. And that's how rumors get started from Margot Price. Caroline Rose's superstar is tied with Heim's Women in Music Part 3 at number 6. And Devil Doll gives us Lover and a Fighter at number 5. St. Cloud with Waxahachie at number 4. And Rolling Blackouts Coastal Fever at number 3 with Sideways to New Italy, which brings us to the top two. The main event. Keep in mind, our number two favorite record of 2020. Until about two months ago, was poised to be our album of the year. And it dropped in mid-March, right before COVID. And when I first heard the record, I was thinking, this is a badass record. And the more I listened, the more I loved. And the more I listened, the more I wanted to shout out from the rooftops how much I love this record and how much I think these dudes are world-class badasses. Here's a band out of Chicago embracing the best parts of 70s rock. We're talking equal parts Cheap Trick, Thin Lizzy, Big Star, the Allman Brothers. You may listen to it and find 17 other influences that I hadn't even dreamed of. And they'd all be right. All I know is I heard this record and I thought, I cannot wait to see these guys live. I cannot wait to blast this out of my car all motherfucking summer long. And then COVID came. But still, this record helped me keep my sanity. This was like the light at the end of the tunnel. Because I knew that someday... We'd get past this and, you know, God willing, I would get my chance to see the Chicago based 
rock and roll powerhouse known as Rookie. They've got a self-titled album that dropped on March 13th. And think about it, 313, that's Detroit's area code. How do I not love this record? And I do love this record. And I can't say enough about it. And like I said earlier, a lot of the records on this year's top 10 list are records that just really are records that I was really looking forward to blasting all spring and all summer long. And when it comes to summer jams, Rookie's self-titled debut is a motherfucking summer jam sandwich. So with that in mind, I'm going to shut my app and we're going to spend some quality time with the self-titled debut from Chicago's Rookie.
got three ways to connect with us on social media. Number one, like Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay on Facebook. Number two, follow us on Twitter at Exile on E Street. And number three, like us on Instagram at Exile on E Street. Same as Twitter, making it extra convenient. Or if you want to kick it old school, drop us an email. Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay at gmail.com. A hat trick of selections from our number two album of 2020, the self-titled debut from the Chicago-based band known as Rookie. From Rookie, we heard Hold On Tight, Side of the Road, and E-Jam. Now, usually when I see that a song is titled something to the effect of E-Jam or so-and-so's jam or, you know, so-and-so blues, or I'm going... Oh, that's just noodling and wanking, and I don't need to deal with it. But in this case, this is the rare exception where uh, the album closing track, E-Jam, is well worth all 6 minutes and 13 seconds. And 6.13 is kind of a significant number for me because there are 613 mitzvot in the Torah. And me being the quirky Jewish boy that I am, I cannot not notice that. Hey everybody, it's Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay. My name is Greenberg. Thank you so much for joining us. We're here weekly on NRM Streamcast, and we are counting down our top 10 favorite albums of 2020. And we are we are we have reached the summit. We have reached the peak. We've reached the pinnacle. The number one record, our favorite record of 2020. We are about to unveil it. I almost said unveil it. And I'm like, what the hell is unveiling? Is it like the process of taking a a veal and turning it back into a calf? Oh, man, we just took a weird turn here. So let's turn right back, shall we? Okay, so I'm guessing that you would like a recap. So here we go. And number 10, Daughter from Lydia Loveless. Drive-by truckers wheeling in at number nine with the unraveling. Nicholas Godin building something with concrete and glass at number eight. Tide at number seven. It's Jason Isbell in the 400 units reunions. And that's how rumors get started from Margot Price. At number six in a two-way tie, it's Caroline Rose and Superstar. And Heim with Women in Music Part 3. Devil Doll at number five with Lover and a Fighter. St. Cloud from Waxahachie at number four. Rolling in at number three, it's Rolling Blackout's Coastal Fever with Sideways to New Italy. And the self-titled debut from Rookie is our number two favorite record of the year, which means we are up to number one. And like I said earlier, if this record that I'm about to play for you hadn't released or hadn't been released, I'd like to see a self-releasing record. That would be some serious AI. But I digress. If Rookie had not dropped this record, or no, not that's not what I meant to say. If the artist at number one had not dropped the record, then the Rookie record would have been number two. Or the Rookie record would have been number one. And this is not the first time this has happened. So back in 2012, Japan Droids Celebration Rock would have been my number one record, if not for this man. In 2014, Lydia Lovelace's Somewhere Else would have been my number one record, 
if not for this man. But this man, he keeps popping up, and he every time he puts out a record, I feel compelled to claim it as my number one record because he's my absolute favorite. And I know you know who I'm talking about. If you know anything about me, if you know even the least little bit about me, if you're a casual listener of the show, if you know me casually in real life, you know who my favorite recording artist, my favorite performer, my favorite singer-songwriter of all time is. So it should be no surprise that Bruce Springsteen's Letter to You is our number one record of 2020. And, you know, yeah, I realize there's some corruption inherent there, but this is just a, a... a meek little podcast that used to be a radio show. It's not harming anybody. It's a victimless crime. Um, and yeah, I'll admit it. Every time Springsteen comes out with a new record, it's guaranteed to be my number one record, which is usually never a problem. However, in retrospect, 2009 working on a dream, probably my least favorite Bruce record. And I don't know you know, looking back at that, you know, if it not, if it were not for that record, uh, tinted windows, one and only record would have been my record of the year. So I don't know, maybe I've got a problem and, you know, maybe, maybe, uh, you know, I should put Springsteen in the Pantheon and say, okay, you know, uh, my top 10 should be based on top 10 records that are not by Springsteen. I don't know, but you know what? I love Springsteen. His music brings me joy And in 2020, I had no idea we were going to get a new record from Bruce. I knew that we were going to maybe have an E Street Band tour. Of course, that was before COVID. And I knew that, uh, you know, he did not tour behind last year's Western Stars, which was our number one record of last year, a record I absolutely love and I love it unequivocally. And so uh, looking forward to 2020, I, I knew that there was maybe the idea of uh, a tour, but wasn't sure if we'd get a new record. And of course, you know, so when it was announced that we were going to get this record, it was just an awesome surprise because toward the end of last year, you know, Bruce got the E Street Band together. He had a collection of songs ready to go and he taught them to him on the spot and recorded them all in four days. He didn't demo them like he did in the past. He just said, Hey, hear how the songs go. I want y'all to do what you do best. He wanted to capture the E street magic live in the studio, which is something they hadn't done together in a while. Now, when you take a listen to the records like born in the USA or the river, you get that live E street feel. You get that spontaneity. And that's what they were going for with letter to you, which was sonically, like I said, capturing that capturing those sparks flying on E street, if you will. And thematically, you know, he's dealing with, uh, you know, death and loss and mortality, uh, specifically, you know, what it means to be uh, the last man standing from the first band that you were in. Uh, he's talking about the healing power of rock and roll. And, uh, you know, he's got a, a hat trick of selections on here that he had written, way back in the seventies that he had never actually recorded. And he just felt that now would be the time and they sound pretty damn good doing those. And then in the middle of this, he's got this song called rainmaker, which while it was written before Trump got elected, 
it fits. If the shoe fits, fucking wear it. (laughs) Regardless, Bruce Springsteen's Letter to You is our number one record of 2020. Number 
it's calling me to shine There's a girl Or by the water fountain And she's asking to be mine And Jesus is standing in a doorway In a buckskin jacket, boots and spurs so fine Says we need your son tonight up in Dodge City Cause there's just too many outlaws trying to work the same line
And it's calling me to shine There's a girl over by the water fountain She's asking to be mine Jesus is standing in the doorway Six gun drawn and ready to faint Said we need you tonight, son up in Dodge City Told him I was already overdue for shine. Yeah,
by virtue of the fact that you are currently listening, you need no further assistance finding the Debts No Honest Man Can Pay podcast. However, your friends may need a little assistance. In which case, be a good friend and tell them they can find us pretty much everywhere you find such things. Places like Apple, Google, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Breaker, Castro, Radio Public, CastBox, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. And while you're at it, tell them we archive every episode of the podcast and they're conveniently found at debtsnohonestmancanpay.com where they will also find every playlist of every episode dating back to April 2003 when we were just a mere mortal radio program. Regardless of where you get the podcast, please leave us a rating or a review. We love it. With that, let's get back to the show. And there you have it, a hat trick of selections from our number one favorite record of 2020, Bruce Springsteen's Letter to You. We heard at the top of the set, Burning Train, If I Was the Priest, and we wrap things up with my favorite song off the record, Ghosts. Hey everybody, it's Debts No Honest Man Can Pay. My name is Greenberg. Thank you so much for joining us. We're here weekly on NRM Streamcast, and we are going to... Uh, Recap that top 10 list for you just one more time at number 10, our number 10 favorite record of 2020. Daughter from Lydia Loveless at number 9, Drive by Truckers with the Unraveling. Nicholas Godin at number 8 with his second solo album, Concrete and Glass. Jason Isbell in the 400 unit, Tied for number 7 with their Reunions album, Tied. With Margot Price's That's How Rumors Get Started. We've got another tie at number six, Caroline Rose and her album Superstar, tied for number six with Himes, Women in Music Part Two at number five. It's Lover and a Fighter from Devil Doll. Waxahachie at number four with Saint Cloud. Sideways to New Italy at number three. From Rolling Blackouts, Coastal Fever, the self-titled debut from the Chicago-based band called Rookie at number two, and Bruce Springsteen at number one with Letter to You. And with that, we're going to wrap things up much in the same way that we started. We kicked things off way back at the beginning with the opening track from Cheap Trick's legendary live at Budokan album, the uh, selection entitled Hello There. So it's only fitting that if we open up with Hello There, only fitting that we close out with Good Night, which is the second to the last song on the album. Uh, but then there's the encore, Clock Strikes Ten. But when you think about it, Hello There and Good Night, there were never more perfect bookends, in my estimation. So... Uh, and perhaps you're not listening to this at night, in which case, you know, maybe in your head, you can kind of regard it as good day or good afternoon or good morning. But, uh, in this case, it's actually good night. <laughs> so with that, uh, next week, next week is the best of the rest of 2020 part two of December. I forgot to tell you that this week was part one of December, And now, you know, uh, part three will be Greenberg's holiday trimmings. And if we decide to do uh, part four, I think we might go with the in memoriam. But regardless, uh, I'm going to leave you with cheap tricks. Good night. And with that, everybody have a great week. 
take care, be safe, and remember, the dogs on Main Street howl, because they understand. (laughs) 